Welcome to Zach to the Future. I am your host, Zach Hilton, followed by... Brock! Okay, hopefully it doesn't mess up this time. Uh, <laughs> Don't say hopefully. It, it doesn't mess up. By it, you mean you. <laughs> By the way, second time we've done this. So when this episode's only 10 minutes, blame me. Okay, so we're reviewing two movies tonight. We're going from the past to the future to the present to the future. There we go. Boom. We are reviewing Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. Now I just feel like deja vu. <laughs> That's, yeah, we're in Lupa. <laughs> okay, so. Still at zero, you good to go We're over good there? to go, we're good to go. Okay, so Blade Runner's about um, replicants in the future were created to go to off-world locations to basically be slaves. And then when their time's up, they are just ended by time or by the Blade Runner who, uh, retires them and what this movie is about harrison ford's character deckard who is a blade runner is sent uh to kill four or excuse me retire four replicants uh one of them being rugger howard and this movie in my eyes is fantastic in 1982 this thing came out um, Ridley Scott directed it. He was famous for Alien at this point. And this movie also stars Sean Young, Edward James Olmos, and some other, uh, like Daryl Hannah. And for me, yes, the movie is kind of dated at times. I still feel like the special effects hold up because they didn't have CGI back then, but like everything looked big and real and i felt like i was in los angeles during uh this time and i just i i find this movie very intriguing because i've never seen it before this was the first time i seen it and it was like a noir and like i told you after the fact that and then everything that we kept looking up it, it kept saying noir noir yeah so like I like mysteries. I like cop thrillers. And all this was was a cop thriller in uh, a sci-fi world. And along the way, and I don't want to get into spoilers because it is a movie that I feel hasn't been seen by many. Because like I said, I've never seen it. You've never seen it. No. Wonderful acts like he's never seen it. So I, I really got into this movie without spoilers Go see it, rent it, uh, rent the HD version, and I'll tell you why I say that in the part two review. But what were your feelings on it? Um, it was long. Yeah. Yeah, it was really long. Ooh. Well, I didn't necessarily know what I was getting into. I thought it was going to be more of like the action sci-fi, right? Um, and that's just not necessarily what i got i mean not to say there wasn't any action because there was some action at the end but overall i felt like there were parts that were very just draggy right. i do feel like for at the the time like the time that it was made i do feel like there are definitely pretty scenes yes and a lot of good images yeah really good images and things like that but overall i just it was long I get that. And and this movie does drag at points, but I was okay with it, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, there's, there's things that surround this movie that are interesting that I kind of feel like makes this movie different. 
like, for instance, there's a theatrical version, there's a director's cut, and there's a final cut. And the theatrical cut is basically the studio going, okay, this movie's too smart for audiences. We need you to dumb it down a little. So, like, they get Harrison Ford to do the narration in it because the version that we saw, there is no narration. And, oh, okay. And Harrison Ford didn't want to do it. <laughs> I love Oh, okay. Yeah, she didn't know that at first. Oh, I wish you'd do that. <laughs> this is... <laughs> but... Brat. Yeah, I know. Um, but... Like, Harrison Ford didn't want to do the narration, and you could tell in his voice that he is bored of being there. And I think that kind of throws off the theatrical So, like a in sabotage, a in a sense. Yeah, in a way. Um, at the very end of the movie, there's now a cookie-cutter ending where the, the ending of the original is, um, you know, whatever you think. Like, ambiguity. I can't speak. What? Ambiguous. That's the word. Ambiguity. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. I'm trying here, okay? Anyways. Are, you, are so we still like, on zero? Are we good to go? I'll check. I'll check. Are we still on zero? Yes, <laughs> okay, still on zero. Cool. Um, Spoilers. He turned the music up the entire episode so you couldn't hear us. Tay Swift would have sued my ass. <laughs> yes, she so, um, so, yeah. So, the movie had a cookie cutter ending where everybody's happy, where the final cut and director's cut doesn't have that kind of ending. Right. So there's so it, much. Uh, more up into interpretation. Exactly. Like, for instance, you know, one of the big mystery spoilers, because I feel like this is always in it, is like, is Harrison Ford's character a replicant or not? Okay. Like, they never, like, answer that question. And right. they still don't with the cookie-cutter ending because Sean Young's character is a replicant, a newer replicant. Okay. Um, and, uh, like, in the original, since the, everybody does have, like, timelines where they're supposed to die um, or retire or whatever, like, supposedly hers does not have that timeline. Or she does. They don't know. Like, she she was created by the company. I can't remember the company's name right now. It starts with a T. Um, but, like, her and Harrison Ford's character, are, are they in love? Who knows if they're right. in love. The thing about this movie that's really cool is the the subtext where you know humans hate replicants like they treat them like slaves and such right and that's a big conversation that you know why hate everybody basically back in the day and like i i did get behind this kind of talk i mean a lot of sci-fi movies do that kind of well, storytelling i was about to say yeah they i mean like the matrix like humans hate machines and yeah right. yeah so, for me, I say see this movie. Um, it's on HD. You say? I say I wouldn't run out and watch it, but if you want to watch the new one, I feel like you kind of need to watch this one. Okay. Which is cool because I want to talk about something about that. So, we should just lead into it. Or was that my lead in? I mean... It, Are you saying that I, like, did a good... Segue? Segue? Yes. Transition? Yes. Um, I can't think of another synonym. There you go. All right. uh, ambiguous. 
continuity. <laughs> there you go. Um, so let's move on to Blade Runner 2049. This movie stars Ryan Gosling, and it's about Ryan, who's yeah, uh, he's this Blade Runner who's going after replicants once again, and he really stumbles into this mystery um, that involves Deckard who's been missing for 30 years and he's just trying to figure out the clues and get what's going on. And during all this, Jared Lido, who's also in this, he's now the replicant maker. Leto? Yeah. Jared Leto? Jared Leto. Um, he wants what Ryan's looking for because he's trying to make the future of replicants. Um, and there's so many good co-stars in this movie, like the person who plays Joe um, or Joy, whatever the hell her name is. Uh, there's um, also Robin Wright, who I absolutely love. She's in, she's killing it on House of Cards right now. She was in Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Um, so the Harrison Ford returns, as I said, Ryan Gosling, amazing. I feel this movie is. Especially like how you said, if you watch the original, the sci-fi noir, you know what you're getting with this movie. Not this summertime blockbuster action hoopla. Now I understand why it came out in October because it's a smart sci-fi mystery. Okay, yeah. And I quite enjoy watching this movie. I love this movie so much so it's in my top three movies of the year. Like it, it's Logan, Spider Man, and this. These are my three movies of oh, the year so far. Me. Why is it shock? I don't know. It's just. I'm asking you again. Why does it shock? I you? know. I'm still shocked by it. Like that was a legitimate. It still shocks me. I I don't understand why because I like I'm not mystery. I, I love it. sci-fi. I get it. I love I'm, Ryan Gosling. I get it. I'm not saying the movie isn't like good. Yeah. Top three of the entire year? But I just don't feel... And we're not even done the like... No, we still got many movies coming out. I just... For, for right now, it's top three. I mean, I mean anything can change. Baby Driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a burn. I'm going to make sure... I'm going to make sure he hears that. <laughs> um, I just... But for me, this movie connected with me in ways because I love sci-fi. I, lo- I love Star Trek. See, I won't admit that I like it as equal, but because I do choose sides in a way, I love Star Wars, especially current Star Wars. Current Star Wars is great. Get out of the house. Come on. Don't even <laughs> act like you don't like The Force Awakens. Get out of the house. And don't act like you're not interested in the new one. Get out of the house. No. No, because you know I'm right. Whatever. Um, these I love those kind of me. worlds. <laughs> saying those words. Saying those words. Just because I feel, you know, if you make a world that I'm involved in, where I feel like I want more stories from this world, you've done your job. There's plenty of shitty sci-fi movies out there that crumble. Because they don't develop their worlds well, and right. I feel Ridley Scott started, who also produced this movie, started something that the director, don't ask me, it's Dennis whatever, but I'm not saying his name, from this the director, director, yeah, the director. the director that you said, like. Yes, the director of The Arrival. He did The yes. Arrival, and when he was at Warner Brothers, uh, he saw that they were doing 
this movie and he requested to direct it to make sure nobody screwed it up because it's his favorite sci-fi movie and i think not only did he make sure they didn't screw it up he made a better version I'll say it. I I think than the first one. Yes, I think. Oh, I'll say that. Yeah, Blade Runner twenty forty nine's a better movie in my opinion. Yeah, because I love the mystery and what I was going to tag on to what you said earlier, where you were like, yeah, you could watch the first one because part two twenty forty nine, you know, kind of feeds off of it. Mm-hmm. I think if you don't see part one. You may enjoy this. If you like mystery, you may enjoy this one a little more. Because think of the things that we already knew that we wouldn't know. Like, we wouldn't know Decker. We wouldn't know Rachel. And I'm not saying... Yeah, but I feel like that's part of, like, that's the, the investment, though. See, I feel like you could watch this movie without seeing part one, and it's straight up a mystery for you. 100%. It was already a mystery, and I saw part one. Yeah, but I still feel like there's portions where, like, you didn't see this because you fell asleep at one point, okay, and then you went to the bathroom. Five minutes. Yeah, and you went to the bathroom. So there were a couple of points where I went, oh, snap. Like, because I got that reference. Now, if you're watching the movie, like, just part two. Like, yeah, then they're going to be like. Oh, what's this? I feel like if you're like... I don't get it. What was that? No, I disagree. I no, that's what I feel like they're going to be like. Nah, I don't get it. Nah. We'll talk, we'll talk off... Uh, off air? Uh, yeah, because there's one point that I'm talking about, the reason why I'm saying this. I hear um, what you're saying. Anyways, I say see this in theater because this is my, by far, favorite XD, uh, Cinemark XD experience I've had all year. Well, I would assume you would say go see it in theater if it's your top three. Yeah. You say that, but there are actually some Netflix movies that I would, like, they're not in my top ten, but, like, they were on the cusp. Like, I love that Little Evil movie. I I love that Little Evil movie. But that was Netflix only. I know. So, anyways. I say see it. What do you say? I say see it. Okay. I do. And I don't know if we brought this up, and I don't know if it's... I I don't know, because it's my second time around. (laughs) Okay. But... Did we comment about how long this movie was? This movie is two hours and 45 minutes. The original was only two hours. Which was shocking to me because I felt like the first one was very, very long and draggy. And I thought this one was shorter. Yeah. Come to find out I was in there practically an hour longer. Right. I think the mystery in this one is done better. So that's why you were able to go. Um, Yeah, because I fell asleep towards the beginning and then yeah. woke up and kind oh, yeah, of got yeah, yeah, yeah. into it. So oh, it wasn't yeah. like towards the end I was Mm-mm. or even the middle. I, I think was, the movie got you invested. Yes. And that's yeah. what honestly kept me up. Uh before we go the only thing I'm gonna say, it's a shame if you don't go see this movie in theater because this one is a smart sci-fi movie that deserves your buck and the fact that there's people that haven't gone and seen it or I don't know what's going on. I, ju- I don't understand where we go from it making all the money, like the movie it, that's what I'm talking about, to going to something like this, which I is a great movie. Like, I don't understand how this isn't making money because it's not everybody's forte well you know what next month a marvel movie's coming out so you're okay don't worry guys oh my your dumb dumb movies are going to be coming out tuesday that's what we did that's what we did because you know what large popcorn drink and two tickets for 20 bucks can't beat it under 20 bucks can't beat it 
But uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you can go to, uh, what is it called there? Podcastingcouch.podbean.com to listen to all the Zach to the Futures, plus Take It Home and My Chronicle, where we go on my journey of being a father. Um, you can go search for us on iTunes, The Podcasting Couch. Our Facebook is Zach to the Future. Our Twitter's at Zach's Movie Show. Our Gmail's at Zach's Movie Show, gmail.com. And we have an Instagram, podcasting, no score, couch. Follow us all, you scumbags. And let's make sure I didn't screw this one up. Yeah, we're still good, baby. Good. Not bad. Uh, thank you for joining me, Brooke. I mean, thank you for allowing me. <laughs> allowing? Yeah. You're a scumbag sometimes. Even though you keep saying we, us. Then, yeah. It's our show. Oh, okay. You should say the things we